What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Danny's Talk. I am your host, Robert, and today I'm going to be talking about some exciting news from Disney and DC, some wild things going on in some manga, and finding my place in the community. Let's get to it. up (laughs) y'all we are back for another episode of dad needs to talk as always if this is your first time here welcome but if you've been rocking me for a while then welcome back we in here again to talk about some awesome things that has been happening in this last week so as always at the top, if you are not already, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, both on podcast services, whether it's Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you choose to listen, as well as the YouTube channel. So, yeah, make sure you follow me, subscribe and all that stuff so that you can get all your Danny's to talk needs. <laughs> so let's go ahead and dive right in, y'all. So. Yeah, so it's been, man, it's been a wild last couple of days. Um, I don't know if y'all can hear it, (laughs) but over the weekend, I was pretty much bedridden bedridden the entire weekend. Um, I have no clue what really happened. All I know is that I got off of work a little bit early Friday. I went and explored a couple of new uh, half-price books locations I hadn't been to over in Dallas near my job. Both of them were trash. They had barely anything manga. Like, one of them's manga section was barely anything. So, anyway. So, I got home. And then, just as the night progressed, I just started feeling crappy. And, yeah, it just went downhill very fast. So, yeah. Just, I just... (laughs) Ate some food, took a big shot of NyQuil, and I was out for the night. And that's kind of how it continued over the weekend. Um, But, you know, I I am feeling a bit better. Definitely not 100% because, you know, I could tell I wasn't even really talking too much at work. Granted, not like I talk a lot as is. (laughs) But, uh, But, yeah, so... We'll, we'll see how we do with tonight's episode. Hopefully, I'm trying not to drag it on too, too long. But I do have some fun stuff I wanted to talk to y'all about. Um, a couple of housekeeping things. Um, in case you missed it, um, I have been <laughs> a busy little bee putting up some videos here and there. Um, so, I'll start off. I, I put up a couple of uh, reviews, both on the podcast feed as well as on the YouTube um, for one was for I am a hero omnibus one, and then the other was for Karate Survivor in Another World, Volume One. So reviews for both of those, or my thoughts, impressions, all that fun stuff for both of these 
are out now. Um, I appreciate those of y'all that have already checked them out, that have sent me feedback and stuff, or just let me know like what y'all thought about the series and stuff. Um, and yeah, and as always, you know, I have I have more coming. <laughs> um, there, there's one. There's one I just finished reading that nobody even knows that I've read because I haven't posted anywhere. But um, actually, I'll go, I'll go ahead and tease it now. Cause I'm gonna talk a little bit more a little bit later. But this is one I just finished reading called Level One Demon Lord and One Room Hero. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that later in the show. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so make sure you check out those. Um, what else I do? Um, I did a couple of sh more short vid video discussions talking about um, Sakugan as well as a uh, ranking of kings, which I'll talk about those again here. Um, those are kind of just me, just like immediately after just getting something up about it and stuff. Um, but more on those shows a little bit later in the show. Um, but other than that, that's really been it for me. Like, like for like the last week, like I said, like the weekend, I was like down bad um which sucked because this was the this was supposed to be my weekend to to be like chill dad mode because you know I've, I've been kind of um you know on dad duty the last couple of weekends when my wife has been here and there taking care of business and stuff so it's like, okay hey robert this is your weekend to just stay home no having to go to any sports events whatever just stay home and of course <laughs> I get sick and so I was like great just great <laughs> but it is what it is you know life life throws you curveballs and sometimes you just gotta roll with the punches as they say but um but yeah but hopefully now my voice doesn't sound too crazy for y'all as we kind of make our way through uh this episode but um oh one thing I do want to do real quick let me pull it up Okay, so a couple of quick uh, community things I want to give a shout out to. Um, first off, I want to start off by giving a shout out to this awesome page called By Vigalia. Now, this is a, uh, as those of you that are watching the video, it is a coloring book that was done by six very awesome black women that came together and created this fantasy coloring book called Melanin Magic. Now, this was put on my radar over the weekend by my friends over at um, Solar Scouts Podcast. Um, they had shared it on their Instagram. And so I went and looked at it. And when I saw what it was, I was like, oh, cool. Because, you know, those of y'all that have listened for a while know that both of my twin daughters are very big into art, drawing, all that fun stuff. And so I was like, this is perfect. I have to get this for them. And so I did. <laughs> I ordered it and it got here super quick. It got here within like the next day. Um, bought it off of Amazon. Like I said, it's called Melanin Magic. Go check them out. But um, let me show you all this real quick too. Picture of my daughters, my awesome, beautiful daughters um, holding the book. And they've already, you know, immediately got to work. Uh, as soon as they saw it, they, they they just instantly fell in love with it, and all day the last couple of days just been them coming to my room showing me um, all the beautiful things that they've been coloring and stuff within this coloring book. So so yeah, so definitely go and check them out. 
like I said, it's called, uh, you see the name up here, Vigalia Jean-Pierre um, on Amazon. So go check them out. Like I said, it's called Millennium Magic Coloring Book. So yeah, go check them out. Go support them. Now, speaking of support, and this is kind of, this one's a little bit more uh, of a time thing. My friends over at, um, Worst Gen Podcast, as well as Blanime Podcast, they are working on trying to get both of their uh, Twitter accounts to 5,000 followers um, in support of basically them trying to get into the uh, the Twitter Spaces Spark program because they have been doing this awesome thing for the uh, for the community uh, for the, for several months now, I think about six months now, called Anime After Dark. Um, and they've been doing it on, on Clubhouse. And so, basically, it is just lots of very awesome people within the uh, within the community coming together, talking, just sharing our love of anime, manga, TV, gaming, life in general. And so, like I said, this is a co-collaboration between Bland Anime Podcast and Worst Gen Podcast. And those of y'all seeing them, watching the video, seeing... Um, Gene, the host of, uh, or GB, sorry, the host of, or one of the hosts of Worst Gen, and the other guy you see is Mike, one of the co-hosts of Blanime, but, um, but yeah, if y'all would, please go show them some love, so show them some support, go, uh, follow their Twitter accounts to get them to the magic number, um, let's see, where are they at now, do, 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 let's see, Blanime is over 4,000. And Worst Gen is getting close to three. And the anime After Dark is under 300. But um, but anyway, if you can, please go support these two awesome podcast groups. And like I said, just trying to help spread some awesomeness of, uh, of some awesome creatives within the community. And uh, yeah, so just want to give a shout out to those couple of things real quick. So diving right in. Um, we're going to dive into some news. So I'm kind of start off with the Disney stuff real quick because this is pretty quick. So Disney announced that they're going to be getting into the anime game. Now, I know, you know, they recently did, you know, the Star Wars Visions where they had, uh, which I still need to finish watching, but where they had, where they collaborated with several Japanese anime studios to create some short stories within the Star Wars universe. And so... They're basically taking that a step farther, and they're not going to be uh, distributing some anime series. Okay, so so the series so far that has been announced that Disney is going to be licensing um, starting next year in 2022 um, is a summertime rendering, uh, Johan Time Machine Blues, Twisted Wonderland, and Black Rock Shooter Downfall. So, yeah, so Disney's getting into the uh, the anime licensing field, so we'll see how that's going to go. Um, I know this first title, this uh, Summertime Rendering, is one that kind of caught my attention because I had never heard of it. Watch the trailer, I thought it was a slice of life. It is definitely not a slice of life. It has some, uh, like some like psychological thriller type of stuff, because uh, I ended up finding out that uh, it's a series that's on the uh, the Manga Plus app. The whole series is done. I think it finished earlier this year, but 
it was on my app. So I read like the first like two or three chapters. And yeah, it's definitely not a slice of life. <laughs> definitely some uh, psychological thriller type of stuff. So, but be on the lookout for that one. But um, but yeah, so Disney, getting into the game. Um, I don't really have too many opinions on it too much. Just aside from just like, hey, I already have Disney Plus. So it's like, to me, it's just like, okay, you know, another opportunity for more anime to get brought to more people, hopefully. So we'll see. Now, other big news I want to talk about. So Saturday, we had the DC Fandom, where DC went through their slate of big movies, TV shows, both live action and animated, um, video games, and everything in between, comic projects, all that stuff, whatever. And so, yeah, so obviously, the show closer, the one... That no matter how many times I have watched this freaking trailer, I got chills every freaking time still watching it. We got another trailer for The Batman. And it is going to be coming out, I believe it was March 4th, 2022. So, I'll be there day one. Hopefully in IMAX. But, um, but yeah, that that trailer looked so freaking good. And, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Zoe Kravitz. As Selena Kyle, aka Catwoman, stunning <laughs> to, to to say the least. She she looks so freaking good in that, and the movie in general just looks so freaking good. Um, sorry, I'm trying to see if I can find. Uh, oh, real quick, sorry, but um, anywho. But yeah, but I'm I'm very excited for the uh for this movie and to see it. And so yeah. So that's coming. We also got news of what was it? Um they showed some more trailers for uh, for Gotham Knights as well as uh the uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League video games. Excited to play both of those. Um, we got in the Suicide Squad game, we actually got to see uh, more of the heroes. So we got to see Flash and Green Lantern and I think Wonder Woman too for the first time in that. Um, the show opener, we finally got to see like our first actual movie footage of uh, of Black Adam, which that looked freaking dope too. So I'm excited for that. Um, what else? Uh, we got our first trailer for uh, Peacemaker. So yeah, so we got the first trailer for uh, for Peacemaker with John Cena. So I enjoyed him in the Suicide Squad movie. So excited to check that out. So I think that's coming uh, January thirteenth. So yeah, I'm trying to think: is this gonna be a series or a TV show? I think maybe a series. I don't know, or a movie. I don't know. But but that's coming. Uh, I'm not gonna go through every single thing. Just like the big stuff I'm excited about. Uh, they showed a poster for the Blue Beetle movie. Oh, this uh, uh, animated Catwoman movie called Catwoman uh, Hunted looks really cool. Um, to celebrate Catwoman's, I think, 80th anniversary, and that's gonna be coming out fe- February 8th, 2022. Uh, Super Pet, Star Girl, don't really care. Uh, 
So I'm going to just scroll through this list. Um, one I am kind of excited about, they announced, uh, which I figured was happening, but just glad just to get confirmation of that they are working on a uh, Sweet Tooth Season 2. Um, those y'all that might remember when I did my episode about that uh, back during the summer, I, I really enjoyed that Sweet Tooth uh, Netflix series. So excited to see more of that. Um, this new series called Naomi looks pretty interesting. Uh, what was the other one called? Uh, DMZ. It's one where it's going to have a uh, Rosario Dawson as the main character. Um, so I'm excited to see see what that might be. But that looks pretty cool. Uh, Young Justice Season 4. I'm behind. I still need to watch Season 3. Or I, I think I need to finish Season 3. I think I started it. Maybe. But uh, but need to finish up season, the season three and then get to this because season four started airing over the weekend. Uh, let's see, they announced season four of Titans, which I still haven't watched any of Titans. And yeah, I think that's it for the DC for like the big main DC stuff. Um, but um, yeah, so exciting news, exciting trailers. You know, like I said, that was kind of much needed for me <laughs> you know just kind of laid up in bed watching this like three hour long stream of uh of just some cool dc news um throughout the day saturday so yeah um so let's see what else do we have on the docket for today um i guess uh i i played a little bit more of a uh, of life is strange I played uh, chapter four, episode four, however you want to break it down. Um, played that the other night. <laughs> Man, talk about a freaking uh, cliffhanger to end on. Uh, but if you want to hear more thoughts on that, I put up a video of that on my YouTube channel. Um, so go check that out for spoiler thoughts on that chapter. But hopefully over the next day or so I can finish up chapter five and kind of wrap up the game and just kind of see how it's all going kind of going to come together going to come together <laughs> sorry i got tongue-tied and uh yeah so excited to do that and to do like a full like discussion on that so hopefully i even though i know you know the game has been out for a while now but i don't care i want to talk about it. i think i want to find somebody to collaborate with and maybe do like a little spoiler cast talking about it so yeah so um but that's pretty much it as far as like gaming um my wife and my son uh, my oldest son, he's been playing a lot of uh, Back for Blood over the weekend. He's really been enjoying it. Um, I was planning on bringing him in here to talk about it, but I'm recording late at night. He's got school in the morning, so I did the responsible parent thing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so he's been playing that. Um, my wife is surprisingly she's been she's gotten into playing uh, Marvel's Avengers because uh, it came to Game Pass uh, last week, couple weeks ago. And so she's gotten really deep into that over the last week. So glad she's enjoying that. She's having a lot of fun with that. So, uh, yeah. So let's see. I guess let's let's start with uh, with some manga talk. So let me pull it up real quick. All right. So my hero. So manga talk. My hero academia. Manga chapter 330, Me and Myself. So, <laughs> so this chapter pretty much just picked up immediately 
when we left off last chapter with, you know, uh, stars, stars and stripes coming face to face with uh, Sugar Rocky, and I, I just loved how Horikoshi is doing like the art, like making like making her look so like a like a Americanized, like an American comic book character with just like the chiseled jaw. Cause I love on this first page where she's uh, saying, you know, well, what's our play offense or no, no, somebody asks her, one of her uh, people in the jet that she's standing on top of is like, well, what's our play offense or evasion? And she's like, do you even need to ask? We smash. <laughs> I just love that line. We smash. Uh, but, uh, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so they kick off and Shigaraki gets ready to launch his attack. And so this chapter we get to see, man, her quirk. We, we kind of, we basically, we basically get to understand why all for one said what he said last chapter, basically like, Hey, It'll be tricky, but if he can get his hands on this quirk, it is game over. So her quirk is called New Order. And so basically, what she can do with this quirk is that anything that she calls out the name for, whether it's a person or just an inanimate object, when she calls out its name, she can assign like a property or whatever to it. So, for example... She says, air, literally the air that we breathe. She says, air does not exist for 100 meters ahead of me. And it basically creates this like vacuum that shoots out in front of her that sucks out all oxygen, all air in front of her, just gone, white from existence. And it's like, yo. <laughs> That is broken. You see Shigaraki starting to, to kind of gag or whatever. And so we learned that with her quirk, she can assign two at a time. But most of the time she keeps one assigned to herself to kind of help her with her strength or whatever. And then she has another she kind of rotates through for whoever she's fighting or whatever. But so then she has like all her, all her people like their jets or whatever fire a laser beam at Shigaraki he reflects it back at her and she does another command Say this is the laser is holdable so these laser beams that are shooting at her she's actually able to physically grab the laser like it's like some putty that's how it looks in her hands and so that is just like so freaking dope but also can be very broken if you know if somebody just you know misuses it because we even have a moment to where she finally gets closest the distance on him and she touches him and she's like, you know, if Sugar Rocky, if Sugar Rocky tomorrow, tomorrow Sugar Rocky moves at all, his heart will stop. And in most cases, hey, that's a done deal. That That's pretty OP. But now we get this little dialogue of, all for one speaking or whatever of like I'm not Shigaraki or whatever basically like him and Shigaraki are starting to form into this new joint being but I also wonder if the command isn't working because Shigaraki 
isn't his birth name. I wonder if it if does she have to call out the person's birth name? Is that what gets them or how does that work? You know, because if she called out, you know, Tamura or Tenko, sorry, Tenko Shamura, if that would have worked or is it just, you know, if she says Hawks, you know, if Hawks moves, he dies type of thing, whatever. Would that work or does she have to call his real name? You know, so very interesting stuff, you know, as far as just trying to like see and figure out how that's all going to play out. But, uh, but yeah, but yeah, it looks like Sugar Rocky is transforming to some new being or whatever. And it's not looking good for Star and Stripes, Stars and Stripes. Like I said, I just really hope she isn't just like immediately taken out of the picture because that would like super suck. You know, like I said, after like all this time, like, okay, hey, we finally get a hero from the West only for her to be taken out, you know, within like a couple chapters of her uh, appearing. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll, we'll see how that kind of plays out. So, next manga I want to talk about today. Hunter's Guild Red Hood, chapter 15, titled End of the Line. So, me reading that title again, it's kind of made me, making me like second get put things into perspective again. Cause so we have the situation going on, you know, where a lot of people from the from like after like the first few chapters, where I was like, man, this seems pretty cool. People are just hoping and begging every week that a new chapter comes out. Like, please don't get axed, don't get axed, don't get axed. Now, for those of you who do not know. You know, every week, you know, the chapters are kind of listed in or released. Like, when you look at the chapters on, on the Shonen Jump app as well as on the Viz website, they're kind of listed in a certain order. From mostly from like kind of like popularity sake or whatever. Now, there's always like a series that's like, okay, this is like the cover series for the week or whatever. So they get like the front slot. And then everything else kind of falls in line. Well,. Practically or almost every week since those first few chapters of Hunter's Guild came out, it has been at the tail end every week almost. And so it makes people fearful of like, man, is this series going to get canceled? Because like, you know, those of y'all that have been listening for a while know that I've been freaking loving this ser series. Like I, I freaking really enjoying this series. Like I said, just like from like, just like the f fantastical world, all these different crease and the uh, quirks and creatures and things of that nature and all the uh all the different characters and stuff that we meet across the story or whatever has been just like so freaking cool but we got like a really big like story info dump this chapter that you know raised a bunch of eyebrows because it's like okay is this just the Arthur, you know, just kind of like wrapping things up as far as like this arc to move on to to the next phase or whatever? Or is this like, all right, hey, we about to end this series or whatever. So here's some info. We'll be done in five chapters, or whatever. Fingers crossed. I really hope not. But things ain't looking too good, which sucks. Like I said, it's very disheartening, you know, hearing this or seeing this potentially happen. But, um. But yeah, but we kind of had this moment where 
you know, we see the mayor and, uh, and the, uh, the witch kind of observing the, uh, the exam. And so the mayor basically is making, getting ready to make a move. But when he disappears, you know, it seems like her, like the, the witch's memory is kind of like been tampered with. And so basically towards the end of the chapter, you know, we, we finally arrive at the, uh, the Citadel, the hunter's headquarters. And so as we're kind of getting to this point or whatever, we see the witch gets a letter and it says, I am Lycan. This letter was protected. If you read this and know not who I am and do not see an, an enormous werewolf by your side, then kill that man immediately and steal back his pages. Talking about the mayor. His true goal, dot, dot, dot. And it kind of trails off from there. But we have a moment where, uh, where Debonair, you know, she's trying to call into the, to the patch to the headquarters. And they're telling her, like, hey, the Ironworks has been quarantined for whatever reason. And basically they say that some uh, some pages from the book are missing. And so we basically get to, we see this, like, cre- this uh, character sitting at a desk that is literally writing out things. And basically it seems like this person is actually writing out the actual story of the series. But they got to this point of the book where some pages were torn out years ago. And so those pages seem to be what the mayor has because these two people are talking and they're talking about how, um, how, uh, the things that weren't written, that's no surprise, but grim situation is different. Someone other than I is editing, is editing the outline. And then it says, you know, basically the, the pages are the future. So, Whoever, like, basically you can write over there and this dictates how things are actually going to play out. And so this is what we learned that like 13 years ago, someone ripped out two pages and disappeared. Those two pages are taking effect as we see the mayor appear in front of Velu. As Velu is like, yo, what's up, mayor? Like, how are you still alive? Am I dreaming? Are you a ghost? And then mayor's like, I'm sorry I caused you grief, but that death was faked. It was a necessary deception. I had to do it if I'm to drag Grim, the Red Hood, out of her role and crown you, the Hunter Velu, as the main character in her stead. And it says, and he shows this portal to the to the little room where the book is, and he's saying everything is finally will finally be complete as they barge into the room, and the mayor starts dialoguing, saying. It's been a long time, but how about I tell you a story? Long, long ago, dragons flew the sky, but the hunters exterminated every last one of them. That's the story I wrote 500 years ago. So, like I said, that was super dope. Um, Ending for the chapter and has me like super curious. Like, okay, what is going on? What's about to go down? You know, um... But like I said, I'm just just very concerned 
of just like, man, you know, is this just setting up like, okay, cool, we're about to kick these into high gear or some dope stuff, or is this, hey, we're about to wrap up the story, you know, and be done with it. But, uh, but yeah, but we, we shall see, um, how this goes. But, you know, the, the mayor's line was reflected or is reflection of what Grimm says at the beginning of chapter one, you know, where she, uh, where she first runs into, uh, Velu and says that, you know, long ago, dragons flew the skies, yada, yada, yada. Um, so yeah. Like I said, I just, just wanted to get that, get out there, whatever, and just say, hey, if you haven't already, at least go check out Hunter's Guild. Like I said, I'll be very sad if, uh, if this series gets the axe, but, you know, we, we, we will see, we will see where things kind of, uh, kind of play out from here, but it's, it's, honestly, it's not looking too good, but, you know, we'll just kind of cross our fingers and just kind of, Hope for the best, you know, because that's really, uh, <laughs> really all you can do, you know, so, but that's the thing, that's all the manga I'm going to talk about today, um, try to think, uh, yeah, that's all the manga I'm going to talk about today, so take a quick break and talk about some anime and some TV shows. Alright, so, we're going to start off with, uh, our anime talk with freaking, uh, with Sakugan. So, Sakugan is back with episode two. Um, let's see, what was the title of this episode? This episode was titled, uh, Good Day and Goodbye. And so, with this episode, we got to see the opening and ending for the first time. And I'll say, like, hey, the opening was really dope. I, I, I really like, like, like all the visuals and how it, it just, it, it fit the show. It really fit the show. Um, it looked really cool. The music sounded great. Um, same thing with the, the ending, the outro. The music sounded really solid. But I really love this this uh, this intro though. But um, but yeah. So this episode we continued with uh, with uh, Mimi Poo and Gagumber starting off their adventure, jumping into the freaking uh, the mech. And so it's them trying to take down these freaking these two kaiju. <laughs> and so it was it was just really dope just seeing them like learning how to like how to coordinate and work this thing as a team and how Gagumber is just being so supportive of Mimi Poo and basically just being like because you know she's having some moments where she's starting to kind of like to doubt herself a bit because it's like okay she's talked the big game but now that it's showtime you know she's you know reality is setting a bit especially after watching you know her friend them get killed last episode but um but Gagumber reassured her pushed her forward like hey you got this you can do this and so she came through she shined she came up with a freaking brilliant plan to uh to basically lure these kaiju into this uh this old abandoned uh mine shaft and they, she had uh, Gagumber drill into a couple specific points and basically blow the ground out from underneath them, causing them to fall down to this uh, to this chasm, and then igniting a flame on the because uh, the ore that is down in that little cave is flammable. So they threw some old fireworks he had down there, 
whole thing went up in flames. It's freaking awesome. Um, just, just really dope. Just like I said, just seeing them to work on their teamwork. And also just like Gagumber having to realize like, okay, hey, just because you heard that these kaiju act a certain way or whatever doesn't mean anything, you know, because cause they were doing like some very out of behavior stuff this whole time. Uh, and I also want to give a shout out to freaking uh, the, their robot, which uh, Mimi Poo is calling uh, Big Tony. <laughs> Big Tony. Uh, that robot has, or mech, whatever you want to call it, it has just as much personality as uh, as Gagumber and Mimi Poo, for that matter. But uh, but I, I honestly can't see these two uh, traveling around in any other device or any other uh, uh, mech at this point. Cause like, cause like I said, just just like the way it's designed, it looks like how quirky it runs and moves and stuff whatever it it fits them it is very fitting that that is their vehicle um and so afterwards you know we kind of deal with the aftermath of everything where the city's trying to rebuild um Walsh's team you know having just come to the reality that him and Linda are dead or dead so they're having to you know pick up some slack and stuff and uh and just to, you know, move forward. And so, um, so Gagumber, so they, they, they go towards the end of the episode to pay their respects to Linda and, uh, wash at their graves. And so Gagumber gives Mimipu Linda's necklace. He was able to, uh, uh, convince whoever, to part ways with the necklace or, or to let him give it to his daughter. And so he told us like, Hey, now you'll have a part of, of Linda with you. And so we also get like, like an interesting thing where he's, I guess like, like the, their equivalent is kind of like a courthouse or whatever or office where he is signing over a temporary, um, a relief of residence or a residency or whatever while they're gone from the colony and stuff. So that's kind of interesting is, okay, they're going to be gone for a while. So they're relinquishing their citizen rights. I don't know how that works, but just, just like I said, just a little interesting thing I had noticed. Um, and what else? Sorry, there's like another important point. Um, but yeah, so they're getting, ready, they're getting ready to head out on their little adventure and stuff. Finally, which like I said, I'm very excited for this to kick off um we did get to see some more interesting characters too because there was one girl this up here in this in the back of like the little uh uh poster for the series with a with the purple outfit with the black hair uh the few days after the incident over with the kaiju there was a, a now there was a discussion on the radio where they were talking about everything that happened and Gagumber's name got mentioned and so we cut over to seeing this this uh this lady riding through some unknown area on like some type of motorcycle thing or whatever and she hears Gumber's name and she stops so i'm very curious to find out who that character is and learn more about them um as we kind of make our way forward but but yeah but i, I just really enjoyed like i said just just this final speech that uh that Gagumber says to her before they get ready to head out where he's basically like, hey, 
you know, we, uh, he's like, you know, you take your life into your own hands outside of the colony. You're going to lose things there and it's going to be painful. And he's basically saying like, no matter what, even if I die, don't panic, face everything with a clear head and move forward, continue moving forward. Promise me that. And so, like I said, just, just heartwarming moments. So just like he's just saying, hey, you just got to accept the losses and just keep moving forward. And so, yeah, here they are getting ready to start their little adventure. And we see them uh, walking out into, uh, into the labyrinth to, to begin their journey. So... Like I said, just, just, it was just a beautiful, very beautiful shot of them when they first step outside of, when they first step outside the labyrinth. And you just see this like lush environment in front of them as they standing on top of, uh, on top of the robot, just seeing where, where their adventures are going to take them. But, um, but yeah, but so that was Sakagon episode two, good day, goodbye. So another great episode. So. Another new series I watched called, let me swap it out real quick. Uh, let me pull it up. <clears throat> All right. So Ranking of Kings is the next one I'm very excited to talk about. So this is an anime that honestly, I myself, but before I, without even reading the, uh, the synopsis and stuff, whatever, just when I like, not like, kind of like when no, just seeing this uh, first image of just like, okay, this half naked kid sitting on a throne or whatever with some blob like a thing on the steps or whatever, and passing, I was kind of like, eh, whatever. Only thing that initially kept it in the back of my mind was that I knew it was being animated by Studio Wit, which, as we know, got the pedigree of doing the first few seasons of Attack on Titan. But yeah, did did those early seasons of Attack on Titan, uh, Cabinary of the Iron Fortress, Ancient Magnus Bride, Venice Saga, Great Pretender, uh, VV Flora Eye Song, just to name a handful of shows um, that they have done. So you know the quality that comes when you see that Studio Wit is working on a series. But like I said, I initially wrote it off, but um, Thursday night. Or afternoon, whatever, Thursday night. I was uh, just scrolling through Funimation. After, uh, I think, I had either I had watched Sakugan, I was about to, whatever. And it was something else I was getting ready to check out and stuff, too. Um, oh, probably Platinum Man. That's what it is, Platinum Man. And so, I saw this pop up again. And so, I'm like, I'm like okay. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot because the other thing, because I, I heard part of the synopsis from somewhere else and I was like, okay, I need to give this a shot. So ranking of Kings, basically you follow this young prince named Prince Boji, who is the first heir to the throne, but he is deaf and cannot talk. So, you have this this small child uh, who, like I said, is, is, he is in line to be king because we find out that his dad 
is very sick, but his dad, so as the title suggests, ranking of kings, of all the kings in the world, I guess, his dad is ranked number seven. And his dad is a tower of a man, to uh, to, to say the least. And so, let me see if I can find it. Yes. Because Bo, Prince Boji, he is like super tiny compared to his dad. But, uh, but, like I said, with that being said, so everybody in the kingdom order, nobody is taking him seriously. Nobody has any faith in him just because of his, of his condition of like, oh, he's, he's deaf. He's not going to be fit to be king. He's so small. He's frail. Just everybody, everybody just throwing all this doubt on him. Well, one day he comes across this mysterious shadow person creature thing um i can't i don't remember if we got a name for the shadow thing kage uh kage shadow makes sense uh say so yeah, a kage and this little shadow creature or person whatever is actually able to talk to him first time in his life he's ever spoken somebody's actually been able to understand him without him having to do sign language uh, so yeah, so this little shadow thing, <laughs> he basically tells the boy like, okay, well, cool, I can, you know, we can talk, but you got to give me all those clothes. You got some fancy clothes, I want them. Prince Boji, hey, he's a, he's a cool kid, he's a chill dude, he's like, hey, sure, literally giving you the shirt off my back <laughs> type of person. And so he gives, he gives him his stuff, and he's like, all right cool just smiling the guy's like all right well come back again tomorrow and bring in even fancier clothes so for several days to a week or so whatever this keeps going he keeps coming back whatever but boji is just happy to have a friend have somebody that he can talk to and stuff which is super also super sweet like i said everybody else treats him (coughs) sorry about that um, yeah, everybody else in the kingdom just treats him, you know, like nothing. And so, Boji, you know, he, he has such a big and caring heart to, like I said, like him just giving Kage anything he asks for. Um, I, I also love that, like, his dad, the king, also genuinely loves his son. Because we have a moment to where, so th- th- so a couple of cool things happen in this scene where the, the guy that is basically in charge of training, training Boji, he's also a translator for Boji, so he knows sign language. So that's a really cool thing that I enjoyed about the show is that they're actually showing the characters using sign language and stuff, which is not something I don't think I've ever really seen, um in an anime and so uh or may- maybe so but anywho th- this is just more permanent i think just because of the main character being deaf but um but yeah but so you know doing that and so the king you know is like hey i want to talk to you so on and so forth and so in this moment the king calls boji to his side and basically he's like hey you know you're so soft you're so caring just like your late mother but he says that I am I am so afraid of, you know, 
basically of, of you know of leaving his son you know when when this is all said and done um oh so let me go back a bit i want to <clears throat> sorry i'm trying to find the part yeah he's like yeah you you are the son of the late first queen and i adore you so much i can't bear it that line right there like I, I have this image just screenshotted and it just warms my heart come on now because like like i've been talking about the last couple of weeks with sakugan come on now y'all y'all listen to a podcast a youtube channel called dad needs to talk i'm a freaking dad it gets me it's so <clears throat> it's so freaking gets me and yeah it, it, it just really just like hitting my heart real talk just this just this one line of i adore you so much and i can't bear it but then you know he continues saying my heart aches for the country once i am gone your hands are soft and weak and he's saying oh um talking about his uh, his other son the second prince and his hands are strong and sturdy from his training and so yeah, so this is where we get like in some talks of, you know, the king telling his uh the guy that's over him, Domas, um, to train him. And so so yeah, so we, we end up, you know, fast forwarding a little bit or whatever, we have a little moment where uh Boji is training a little bit and so basically and Mild spoiler for this part or whatever, but uh, but this was like one of like the dopest parts of the episode, and just like it truly showed like how beautiful the animation and stuff was for this show. There's a little scene where uh, where Boji and his brother have a little mock duel with like some like wooden swords, and so everybody comes, everybody's gathered, everybody's like, oh my god, you know, um. The princes are about to fight or whatever, and so we we see actually before this uh, Kage the Shadow. I've got to mention this. So after all the days of uh, Boji coming to see him or whatever, eventually, you know Kage learns like, oh, you're the prince. That's your castle over there. Yada yada yada. So he decides to follow Boji back into town, and he gets to see in in the shadow. Kage gets to see firsthand like man these people are so cruel to him they're, they're talking so mean to him and stuff and but as he's following him through the castle lurking and stuff whatever one of uh one of like the the guards so there, there's like these like four elite guys of like of like the royal guard or whatever one of them is basically a snake whisperer and so he had these snakes that found kage and so there's like a short sequence while Boji is talking with his dad in his chamber. Kage is getting chased around the castle by this snake dude and his and his actual snakes. <laughs> but but Kage creates a distraction, escapes whatever, and then we kind of fast forward to this uh this duel between the princesses, this the the princes going on. And so everybody else is kind of having their doubts and stuff, but there, but there's like there's like one guard that's like that thinks back to like a time where he saw Boji surrounded by a bunch of snakes, and we see this badass scene of Boji just uh 
ducking, bobbing, weaving, and jumping over snakes or whatever. Just freaking like, like when Katakuri slithered from all of Luffy's Gatlins. <laughs> and that one scene in One Piece, I, I love that gift of, uh, of just, you know, Katakuri turning to Mochi and just slithering out of there. That, that's how, that's how Boji was moving. Boji was slithering out of there like some, like freaking Katakuri. Just dodge all of snakes and stuff, whatever. So, so it's like, so we got that little flashback. But off rip, uh, the brother, uh, what was his name again? Uh, Dadai or Dada. He goes for a swing. Boji, uh, dodges. Everybody's like, huh? He dodged. And then he's trying to go in or whatever. And Boji is just, uh, just bobbing and weaving shocking everybody and then he comes in and bonk bonked him right on the head after ducking and weaving he got him right on the head stuns everybody um so yeah so that that was that's how the episode ended but man between, like I said, just between like the general setup of these of these series or whatever, um, and then like that little part at the end with them two kind of duking it out and kind of like Boji for like one of the first times getting to showcase to everybody like, yo, do not doubt me, do not count me out. Yes, I might have this disability, but that doesn't mean nothing. I will still be the king of kings. I will still be the greatest king you have ever seen and so yeah so that, that's kind of where the episode ends um but yeah but freaking loved it man freaking loved it um i cannot get enough of just talking about it and just looking at all these little beautiful pictures of just him looking so happy just running around hanging out with kage and stuff um also the music top notch opening sounded so good um but yeah if you haven't watched it yet, check it out. Ranking of Kings. Alright, real quick, I, I gotta give a quick shout out to one more anime this week. <laughs> just because of how, how, how good it was and just how crazy it is. And that is uh, 86. So, most recent episode of 86. Oh, man. So, pretty much squads back in it. Um, Reaper, he, he's back in action. So, you know, this episode, we kind of see, we kind of see him, like, you know, going through, like, like the training and stuff, whatever. And we get this, like, super cool moment where, like, like these, like, rookies, they're, they're doing, like, like a mock, like, little, like, basically, like, a play battle, so to speak. One of them got too cocky, went over a hill, and was about to run into... The uh, the mech that Shin is in, man, Shin is an expert with these things. He freaking takes this thing, does a backflip off the down wall to dodge the uh, the other one from falling on him. Everybody is in awe. Everybody is dumbfounded. Like, yo, what are you doing? But. Hey, he made the right call. He knows what he's doing. This dude is a a goat, 
a expert in the field to say the least. But um but yeah, this episode it was just the slow build up of going back to the pain. <laughs> you know, I, I, I do really enjoy that one scene though where they took all of them to the place basically where they got rescued at the after the end of last season or the last part of the season and they have taken all of their mechs or whatever <clears throat> and basically built a memorial site for all 500 something people that have died before because they found the little tin box with everybody's name on it or whatever so they so they like, like I said, they put all their mechs together that Shin them was all in. And then next to it, it's like this like giant slab with all 500 people's names on it. And that is very dope. And then the other cool thing is, they're like little like, <clears throat> little droid, robot droid thing that kind of follow them around or whatever. Uh, they worked on it and they restored it back. But they basically took its core, so it's still what it is but just basically built it into a sturdier, stronger body. And so that was just, just very dope, just saying that thing, come back into the pictures and join the family. But, um, but, happy times do not last. Um, oh, and they also gave, uh, gave him back his gun, as well as his little pistol that he used to basically finish off everybody after you know, if somebody died during a battle or whatever, he used that same gun to take everybody out. So, we're talking to the guy that he met early on. Well, last episode, I said early on. <laughs> last episode, the guy that had the little sister that he's also working hard for, whatever. And, and once again, spoilers, but I had a feeling that the guy probably wasn't going to make it. But I did not expect for him to get taken out just immediately this episode. Like, okay, hey. He's kind of getting his first taste of actual war and battle and stuff. And there's a moment where where he's sitting down with Shin and they're having lunch. And he makes a type of comment talking about, you know, the next time he goes on break or goes on leave from battle, he's going to take his sister somewhere nice, maybe the zoo, the aquarium, take her shopping. And then Shin straight up tells him, you should not have... You shouldn't be here. You should not have, you know, joined this service or whatever. And then, at that moment, Shan stands up. Because he hears the enemy coming before the sirens go off. And then Riki, just like this, just like slap in the face, shift. To where one second we're seeing the, the guy sitting there next in front of Shan. And next scene, we just see a hand on the ground. Or a hand holding the locket that he had covered in blood <clears throat> and sadly the guy is on the verge of death and so his last words to Shin is he asks for the locket Shin shows him the locket and bang bullet to the head and we back in it <laughs> man like I said we, we had like that good two episodes of peace and kind of like okay figuring out what stuff is going on 
they got to live normal lives for a couple of months, I think, or whatever. I don't know what the time is, but probably like a month or so, whatever. But it's back to the grind, back to the battlefield. So, like I said, just 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 one of those reality check episodes are just like, hey, in case you forgot, let's remind you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, all right. So, last show I'm gonna talk about before I jump into my subject. I just want to briefly, very briefly, talk about you, season three. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna keep this part pretty, uh, pretty brief. You know, like so I'm, I'm not supposed to go over the whole season and stuff, whatever. Like I say, just it's too wild, and honestly, you know, and and. I, I don't know, like I said, it, it, it's just, it, if you know what you is, then you probably understand why I'm a little bit hesitant to like really super deep dive into like any specific details about, about anything that happened in this series or whatever, but just surface level for anybody that might even know what you is. So you is a Netflix series that is based off of a novel by the same name, but it is a psychological thriller series basically about this guy the main character named joe goldberg who basically he gets infatuated with various women and <clears throat> yeah does a lot of stuff whatever that you know could be very triggering to people that you know um might have dealt with people like him or been in situations similar to this whatever um, you know, so, so yeah, so, like I said, just, just, just know that before watching you, that if you have dealt with any type of things of that nature, as far as like stalkers or different types of relationship stuff, whatever, just know going in, this show will put you through the gauntlet. So, um, and this is season three that just came out, but I, I really like it. <clears throat> Sorry, I really just want to say, like I said, just surface level. <sighs> I I don't even know if if me saying I enjoyed it is even the right phrase to use because you know, like like I said, because of the type of show it is. Me saying I enjoyed it is kind of weird. You feel me? So I watched it. I made it through, you know. But this is definitely like like I said, like one of those shows to where. I have to be in the right mindset to even watch it. And even when I do watch it, I have to watch it in bits and pieces because, yeah, some of these, some stuff that they cover, whatever, is even touching on some stuff that I've been through too. And I'm just kind of like, all right, let me pause right here. Let me take a break. Let me take a breather or after an episode, like, you know what? Let me go play a game and go watch anime or something where they kind of break the pace. But like I said, just speaking to surface level, whatever. This season, Joe and Love, his wife, are now starting their new life with their little baby, um, Henry. I just want to say, Joe and Love are very bad for each other. They are very toxic for each other. And, yeah. That that is like, like the surface level, what I can say about that with them two. To where they just keep finding themselves in these crazy situations 
And most of the time it's like self-inflicted or whatever the case is. And yeah, and the, the way it all kind of wraps up, you know, kind of kind of surprised me because I thought it was going to go one way. But as expected, never count Joe out until credits roll and you see where things go. But yeah, so it looks like we're, we're going to be heading off into a uh, another season, a season four of this, because like going into this they because I saw the announcement like middle of like, like a few days last week before the season even dropped of like, oh, you has already been renewed for season four. And it's like, man, we didn't even get to watch season three yet. But after watching it and this craziness, but honestly, like <laughs> the way they keep escalating things in this show, I don't know how much longer they can go on with this. I don't know how much more of this I could even watch, to be honest, because, you know, like I said, like, like some like the like the first two seasons or whatever skated some lines. This season, like really went over some lines and I'm kind of like, man, OK, y'all was wilding. Joe was wilding. Love was wilding. Other people all around them was wilding. And now I'm like, OK. How the heck are y'all going to try to match or even try to top this for a season four? So, yeah. So, like I said, if you're into it and if you're up for it, check it out. But like I said, it is a psychological thriller series called You, Y-O-U, on Netflix. Like I said, watch at your own risk. You know, so, like I said, it's basically, it's a lot of murdering stalking all types of stuff that you could think of related to these type of situations they probably cover it so like I said just be warned before you venture in to, to watch this series so yeah so like I said just touching it like I said just very briefly very lightly now I want to just kind of take a moment and just kind of just talk um and for 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 my main topic today, I kind of just just want to talk with y'all about, I guess me kind of finding my place within the community, and what I mean by that, I'm talking about a mix of the the anime community, the uh, or the podcast community, the anime manga community, things of that nature, and honestly, while Yes, I do enjoy talking about, like, big, well-known stuff. Like, of course, like, hey, all the big Marvel and DC movies. Well, a lot of the big movies. <laughs> I'm going to talk about them as they come out. Like, hey, Shang-Chi, I was there day one. Best believe I'm going to be there day one for My Hero next week. I'm going to be there for uh, Eternals next month. Spider-Man for Christmas. The list goes on. Oh, speaking of which, sorry, I just remembered. Slight tangent, but breaking news. <laughs> um, Marvel pushed back their whole movie lineup by like several months. So, you know, we were supposed to start the 2022 lineup to be specifically. So, you know, Doctor Strange was supposed to come out in February, I believe. It has now been bumped to May, which means everything else got bumped. So, yeah, so just putting out that on your radar. But, um, but yeah, like I said, I'm going to be, I'm going to always talk about the big stuff, whatever. 
I'm be talking about the big manga. I'm, you know, I love my One Piece, Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero, and anime, all that stuff. So forgive me, my voice is cracking. <laughs> Trying to go too much longer, uh, cause my voice is about to leave me. But I, I, I love talking about that stuff. Same thing with the big games, but. One thing that I've come to love and enjoy doing since being part of this community these last several months is discovering new stuff and bringing it to y'all's attention, whether it's smaller games like I did with the Artful Escape last month or smaller anime like this, uh, like this season with Sakagon and Ranking of King, a Ranking of Kings, or even manga, like with the uh, Karate Survivor, or or even like 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 some like older ones that I've, you know, maybe it's not like super obscure, but maybe because of maybe how old it is or just you know. What genre or whatever might not get on a lot of people's radars and stuff and so yeah so that, that's kind of a corner of the community that I would like to grow and to nurture and to kind of like take the helm of um because you know of course you know trying you know Try not to be like a person that's like, oh, all about the numbers and stuff, whatever, of course. But, you know, I do like when I talk about something that is, that is a little bit more obscure and niche. And I actually see that at least somebody at least uh, press play to at least like see, okay, what is this? At least check it out. Even if they didn't listen to the whole review or my thoughts, whatever, just the fact of like, hey, Y'all gave me at least some time of day, whatever, means a lot. And so, like I said, I want, I want to continue to do that. I want to continue to to fill that space within the community. And so, I had a moment, which is kind of what, what led me to, and th this is kind of, kind of, I'm kind of giving y'all a peek behind the curtain into my mindset, into how I am thinking and how I got to doing some of the stuff that I'm doing. So Lone Survivor or Karate Survivor, forgive me. Uh, like I talked about when I when I talked about it in my review of it that went up the other day. This is a it's it's a fairly new manga. Uh especially here in the US. The this is the first volume it literally just came out like the last week of September. So it hasn't even been out a full month. So I, I was at the uh, probably books a million. And looking around. And it caught my eye. Because y'all know, hey, I'll go through. I'll, I'll be pacing back and forth. Calming them shelves. Because it's like, it's like, okay, yes, I have passed, you know the J section a million times, but there's one particular time I slowed down and I looked and saw something that I didn't catch the first time. So I had noticed the spine of this because it's got this red 
And so that's what caught my attention. I was like, oh, what is that? Karate Survivor. Right on it or whatever. And at first I was like, ah, it's another isekai. Eh. We get a lot of those. So I kind of put it down or whatever. Then I went back to it. Wait, the synopsis of it. Like, okay. Guy, yes, he gets re- reincarnated into another world, but the only skill he has is karate. Huh. Interesting. I, at least me personally, I haven't seen or read anything like that myself. Sounds cool. Once again, I was like, no, no, Robert. You have plenty of other stuff to read, to watch, whatever. That, that I don't need to be, you know, picking up something else and just adding to my, to my long, ever-growing list of stuff to read or whatever. Especially when it's like, man, I still got to get through 20 Century Boys. I still got to get through villain saga and all this other stuff well so over the course of the following couple of weeks every time i would go into books a million barnes and nobles because i go there i go there minimum at least twice a week because um those of y'all know the the books a million one of the only books a millions here in doubt in the dallas fort worth area is in grapevine mall I go to Grapevine Mall often because my kids have basketball games, basketball practice there. So most nights, most nights when I have to go there for practice and stuff, while my kids are practicing, I'm usually I'm usually in one of two places. I'm usually uh, maybe three, which I might I might make that third trip tomorrow. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, but I'm usually either sitting in my car reading manga or I'm in books a million, reading stuff or whatever, or I might venture down the road. There's there's a very awesome uh, half-price books in the area that has some very rare stuff that I am just like slowly chipping away and buying because that's where I got this copy of Old Boy, Volume 1, because I think they have the whole series there, but they're very expensive. (laughs) I think they're like, this is like one of the cheaper ones, and this one was 25. The rest of them are like 40 bucks a pop. So, anywho, so they have stuff like that. That's also where I came across those a couple of those uh, Trigon Maximum volumes. So, anywho, can't give away all my secrets, but anywho. Uh, so, yeah, so I've been going by there a couple of times every week, and every time I go there, I would at least like glance over Karate Survivor. And so, what I usually do whenever I'm, I come across a series that I've never seen before, or maybe I've seen but never like really don't know much about it, is that I will get on my phone, on the spot, and Google it, search through Twitter and, and YouTube. Those are kind of like my trifactor, especially... Twitter and YouTube I'll search the name of the manga just see what types of posts tweets whatever come up same thing with YouTube with videos where uh, reviews whatever so I'm searching for I'm looking at karate survivor and of course there there's some people there on the on Twitter talking about the individual chapters that have been coming out for a while reading them online but as far as like okay new manga volume is out been out for a couple weeks 
Um, I, I have since seen a couple of people post and say that they picked it up too, but not many people actually talking about it. You know, just a lot of sites just saying like, hey, press release, new manga is out on, on sale at Amazon, you know, Books of Mania, Barnes and Noble, yada, yada, yada. Get on YouTube. Search for it. And at the time, I couldn't find a single review. I found a handful of videos that had it included of like, hey, 10 new series to look out for or 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 uh one of them was like a was like a new isekai to be on the lookout for but no videos that was specifically like hey here's this new volume check it out i feel like i was seeing the freaking matrix or something because my mind was just thinking for like the last few weeks of like is nobody else gonna do it so i kept waiting and waiting and this is when I had the thoughts of Robert, why don't you be the one to put your voice out there and let people know? Because like I said, I want to I want to continue to broaden my horizons with what I'm reading, watching, playing, and I want to bring that to y'all to share that with y'all so they're like, oh, cause I Several manga that's on my shelf right now, or whatever, like some smaller series or whatever. I've tweeted about it, or whatever, and I've had people multiple times be like, "Yo, what is this? Where did you find it? I've never even heard of this series." And I like that because it's like, okay, starting a conversation, opening people's eyes to more series. And so I went back and I bought it because I'm like, you know what? It's not, it's not so much about the money. It's about just the knowledge and the experience and just trying. I was like, okay, I've had this idea in my mind. Let's go for it. And so I did. So I bought it, read it, actually enjoyed it, and did my review. And now it's out there. Now, since I have, like, by the time I put in my video, my, or my video went live the other day, I think I found maybe, like, two more people, maybe three tops, that he did a review of this volume. One of them, he was overseas in a different language. I couldn't even understand what he was saying. So, and then um, another one was from like, like like a slightly bigger channel. So I'm like, okay, but other than that, then it's me. And I'm like, okay, that that felt awesome. I'm like, okay, I am doing my part to bring attention to this other series. And so. That's what I'm planning to do next with this one. Level 1 Demon Lord and One Room Hero. <laughs> so I'm going to read the synopsis of this. When evil rises, the hero doesn't. The Demon Lord has been defeated by a brave warrior, but is destined to arise again. Ten years later, he emerges early from his slumber to exact his revenge. However, he returns to find that neither the world nor the legendary hero are what they once were. Can the powers of darkness triumph over a shut-in slob? So, once again, was at the store the other day, saw this, never heard of it. And there's two volumes out. The second volume, actually, I think just came out last week. 
but I don't know if either I just been overlooking it or they just put both of them out at the same time at this store or whatever or they stocked them at the same time I don't know but uh but yeah but that that is that is the piece of the community that I want to do and and that's kind of why I've been loving doing these manga read-throughs for like 20th Century Boys for Villain Saga and stuff like that to where like yes people know what Villain Saga is but I want to talk about it more I want to get into it more same thing with 20th Century Boys a lot of people might have heard of the name but I've also been finding out there's a ton of people that don't even have a clue what that is once again bringing awareness awareness and and what I'm and what I'm liking about these kind of two different lanes, so to speak, where it's like, okay, with my read-throughs of like 20th Century Boys and I Am a Hero and stuff like that, it's like, okay, these are some slightly older series that are finished that like, okay, I can go through, I can read, and depending on how the series is or whatever or how hard it is to find, it might encourage somebody else to be like, you know what? I'm going to go out and check out that series too. E- even if even if all I can get you to do is to at least pick up volume one, at least I consider that a win. You know, like I said, just like, hey, you never knew about the series. You're going to check it out. Cool. Thumbs up for me. Um, and then in turn, like I said, with newer series like these that are just getting started, I want to do the same thing as well. So I want to kind of hit from both sides of like, okay, some longer running series or just some older series that might already be completed as well as some new fresh blood that's up and coming. Like I said, just to kind of expand the conversations within the community. Like I said, same thing, same thing I'm doing with the anime because that's the reason why even though, yes, I'm talking about Sakugan and Ranking of Kings within this podcast episode, I am doing, or I have been doing, individual reviews and thought videos of those on my YouTube channel that's strictly just YouTube because it's like, okay, do my best to reach out to different people in different ways because not everybody's going to listen to, you know, an hour and a half plus podcast just on the off chance that they might hear something new. But if they see, hey, on Twitter, I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter talking about this Sakugan series. Let me look up, see if anybody on YouTube has a video of it. Oh, this Robert guy from Danny's Talk does. So, so yeah, so like I said, hopefully I'm not rambling too much, whatever. But like I said, I just wanted just to kind of just speak with y'all and just kind of let y'all know where, you know, I'm trying to go, what I'm trying to build. Now, like I said, hey, yes, I will still continue to read and watch and play the big games, the big movies, the big TV shows, read the big manga. But I also want to have something that is special to me. You know, as far as like, okay, what what do you get from Danny's talk? When you come to his channel, to his podcast, what is something that he provides that you might not get from anybody else within your usual podcast or YouTube or whatever. And this is the role I happily want to fill. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I have several other series on here. Um, some of them, you know, like 
Call of the Night and Zom 100. Enjoy Volume 1 of both of those, and there's already two, three more volumes of those already out that I want to get to just to continue to talk that conversation or whatever, because that one, like I said, those are a little bit more well-known in some circles, but not in others. And then, like I said, I have, I want to continue to collect Old Boy for, that's going to be one that's kind of down the road, but I want to get to that. And I have a whole list in my phone, because every time I go to um, Half Price Books or whatever, or Barnes & Nobles or Books A Million, and I come across a new series, If even if I don't pick it up immediately, I have a running list on my phone of manga that interests me. I make note of it, save it on my phone. Same thing if I'm watching um, some other people in the communities, listen to other people's podcasts, other uh, manga people on Instagram, all this stuff for them. Like, oh, what is that? Make note, read later, watch later, play later, whatever the case is. And so, yeah. So, like I said, I have plans. I know sometimes stuff might kind of seem scattershot. Like, man, one week he's doing, you know, Villain Saga. Then he's doing Twin Street Boys. Now he's doing I Am a Hero. What's Robert doing? And like I said, I'm trying to have certain types of patterns, but also keeping it kind of fresh along the way as I come across stuff and as I kind of want to tackle them. Because, like I said, with I Am A Hero, a couple weeks ago, whatever, that was, like I said, that was something I was planning on saving for after I finish 20th Century Boys. So that was going to be like a next year thing, possibly. But, my heart was like, no, I want to read this now. It is spooky season, Robert. Let's Let's read this now. Dove in, gave it a shot. Loved it immediately. Already on Omnibus 2. And already eyeballing three to the rest of them. So, yeah. So, but yeah. I, I hope y'all enjoy, like I said, just, just this little talk of me. Like I said, just kind of going through my thought process and and kind of where I want to go, where I want to take the YouTube channel, where I want to take the podcast and all this stuff in between. Because um, I, I want to say anybody out there that is listening to this, um, I greatly appreciate you taking the time to watch any of my videos, um, listen to the podcast, and even those of you that kind of go that extra mile, and even leaving a like on a YouTube video, or leaving a comment, you know, um, it, it all means the world to me, um, cause like I said, we, we're growing steadily and surely, because uh, I have... Couple, couple milestones I want to share with y'all uh, before we go into the outro that I was planning on saving to the end of the month. I'm still going to save, probably posting them on Instagram, on Twitter, or whatever, to the end of the month. But still, just want to share with y'all. Y'all, y'all get a little uh, um, Danny's talk exclusive behind the scenes. So, uh, so before this month, before the month of October. I was under 2,000 um, downloads or listens or whatever for my podcast. In the first couple of weeks of the month, I have well crossed 2,000. I'm now over 2,200 listens. And the other very awesome little milestone that I'm super proud of is my YouTube channel. I have finally crossed 50 subscribers. So I'm currently sitting at 52. 
So if you're one of those 52 subscribers, I appreciate you for, for supporting me. And if you're one of the, uh, if you have contributed to that very awesome 2200 number of downloads, I love you. Much appreciated. Let's keep going. And uh, yeah, I think with that, we're going to kind of wrap things up. So, as always, thank you for tuning in. Like I said, sorry for all the ums <clears throat> and clearing throat and all that stuff throughout the show. Hopefully next week y'all won't have to hear that. <laughs> and if I'm still like it, I might have to take the episode off because I don't want that to be in y'all ears for an hour and a half plus. Um, but anywho, as always, if you are not already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast whether it be on whatever uh, streaming service that you choose to listen to, as well as the YouTube channel. Um, if you would, please, please, please go to um, on Apple Podcast and leave your boy a review. Let the world know that we are out here, we are doing our thing, and just help us grow. And, uh, yeah, tweet at me. Let me know how you're liking the show, how you're liking the content. Um, some of y'all do, and I greatly appreciate just like some, uh, I can't remember, uh, so I don't have your name in front of me, but you know who you are if you listen to the podcast. Um, I have somebody that will kind of like randomly every now and then just tweet me a thread of questions. Like, hey, I want to get your thoughts on this and that or whatever. And I love talking to y'all and stuff. So please hit me up. And let's conversate. And uh, yeah, like I said, always on Twitter. I am at D- at Danny's Talk on Twitter. Danny's Talk Podcast on Instagram. Go to Danny'sTalk.com for all your Danny's Talk needs. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I hope y'all have an awesome week. And y'all take care of yourselves. <laughs> Um, as always, treat yourself to something nice, read some manga, watch some anime, play some games, live your life, and I'll catch y'all in the next episode of Daddy's Talk. Peace.